Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the My Love of Golf podcast, where uh, after a small hiatus, uh, end of season hiatus, uh, the uh, terrible trio, that is uh, myself, uh, Magic Mike, and the Rocket Man, are rejoining because it's obviously the start of the Australian peak season of golf. Uh, it's on the eve of the Australian PGA. I'm catching up with the guys. They're actually both in Brisbane. Uh, they might have had a little game of golf today. Let's catch up with the guys and see what they're up to. It's been a while since we've all spoken together, so I'm looking forward to this, looking forward to talking about the golf that has been on, the golf that is coming on, and uh, all the exciting stuff ahead. Thanks for tuning in. Let's bring the guys in. Gents, you guys in Queensland, me in Melbourne, uh, how are we? Uh, I'll go to you first, uh, Rocketman, how are you? Hey, uh, why, is, um, why is Magic Mike up there with you, mate? Are you, you guys having special secret meetings and me not invited, or what's going on? No, it's Mike just doing what Mike does. And then, uh, yeah, we had a, had a bit of a whack this morning, which is awesome. So you had a little bit of a golf event at, uh, where'd you go? Uh, Louis, the home of Louis Dobler? Yeah, 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 the uh, Shark Valley. Ah, uh, Brookwater. Yeah, yeah, Shark, Shark Valley. Mike's <laughs> <laughs> laughing because of the sign. Was it the 15th hole? Shark Valley. That was one of those, yeah. I don't remember Walking back the only to the hole tea. on the course that I'd ne- I'm like, I don't remember this hole at all. And I've been there, you know, three times. <laughs> Why is it called Shark Valley? Shark. Uh, he must have designed the course. Okay, yeah, for sure. Um, I thought it might have been one of those Queensland courses that have got the- No, there was a sign like you like this is Shark Valley, which is the drive on the cart from the fourteenth green to the fifteenth tee has a sign, you're entering Shark Valley. Okay. What's the course up there in Queensland that had the bull sharks in the uh the dam? Uh, Carradale or something like that. I can't. I don't know the name. Anyway, it doesn't matter. We're digressing already. Mm. Um, uh, good to see. Uh, thank you, uh, Rocket, for putting a, a schedule together. Um, you know, a little hiatus and a few little chats. You know, we've talked about uh, what we need to do in preparation for season five to 2023. So this is uh, you know the Australian summer of golf, but really the big the big moments for you guys um, where you do your greatest work kicks off at the start of next year when the PGA Tour kicks off. It'll be when the the Teepster M Log Teepster kicks back off again um, but thanks for putting a little bit of a schedule together uh, the schedule reads like this um, proposed agenda uh, welcome back team uh, we've, we're still doing that part uh, the Australian PGA that's happening as we speak uh, the summer of golf in Australia some of it's already started but the big parts of it have uh, yet to come uh, Christmas wish list uh, I like that that's a bit different rocket a bit creative so is that like what do we want for Christmas from Santa Claus or, you know, what other, you know, whatever, whatever, however you celebrate that period of the, of the year, is it, you know, what you want as a gift? Is that right? Is that? Yeah, something like that. Is that a hint from me, what you want as a gift from me to you guys? You know, is there anything I should? No. no? Okay. Oh, no. Well, great. Well, it's a great time to be a golf consumer because Drum and Golf have got their, um, you know, Black Friday sale starting, which leads into the Christmas period. So there's plenty of golf. Cyber Black Friday. That sort of stuff. Um, there's plenty of golf uh, buying to be had. Don't worry about that. Uh, so, Rocket, you're okay? 
I'm good. I'm really good. Oh, great. We also said in the off-season that, you know, you wouldn't answer questions in three to four-word answers. You would expand on those. Um, so let's expand. Yeah. Are you good? Really good? Very good? I'm really good. Thank you, Ross. Okay. That's five words. What have you been up to? <laughs> what have you been up to? You had a holiday to Bali. You caught up with the mental master himself. What else have you been yeah. doing? Just work. Rocket, the fans want to know. You know, they want to know what you've been up to. We haven't, we haven't been in their ears for. A, mate, how long's it been, Mike, since we've been in the fans' ears? Probably seven or eight weeks. Yeah, seven or eight weeks, I reckon. And the fans, you know, number one fan and probably the only fan is my dad because he reminded me. So, well, I was up in the Hunter Valley last week. He said, "How come there's been nothing on the YouTube?" So we haven't been doing any podcast that, <laughs> and there's nothing to put on the YouTube. Oh. I said, don't you listen to the other shows? There's a whole back catalogue of 205 episodes you can listen to. No, I only watch on the YouTube. Okay, so we've got to get back on the YouTube. Um, All right, I'll, I'll elaborate. So I've, I've been overseas for work. Uh, I've been interstate for work. I've had two wee holidays, um, one where one of the boys broke his foot in the surf up in Maroochydore, nice. which which kiboshed some of the you know little... Um, rockets for some golf plans and sort of slowed him down when it come to his lessons on a Sunday. Um, I hadn't been able to actually have a hit of golf or anything like that. So it's been, if it wasn't work, it's been holidays. And yes, had 10 days in, in Bali and <laughs> just happened to be down the road from Jamie. So we caught up for dinner one night. It was awesome. It's really good. We were recounting the last time we actually were face to face with each other, and um, uh, we worked it out. There was a pro am at Settlers Run that I played with him. So my dad and I played with Jamie, and um, um, I can never remember the last name of the the guy that he had. Um, uh, Andrew, I remember his first name. Last name's hard to pronounce. Um, yeah, so we had a good day. That set was run. It was pissing down with rain that day. But yeah, that's, that was the last time we were face to face. Oh, that would have been. And then, and then, funnily enough, it was actually on a Wednesday. And so both wives were looking at us really funny. I've gone, how good's this? This is one of the best wellness Wednesdays ever. <laughs> so that would have been a while ago that uh, yeah, that that was out there at Settlers Run. If you and your dad were playing, Jamie was playing. But... Twenty. Yeah, it was definitely twenty nineteen. I think it was early in twenty nineteen. Well, I spoke to Jamie today. He's got a big couple of weeks ahead. Obviously, his number one steed on the PGA Tour is in town, has been uh, in town for a bit. Uh, didn't quite make it through to the DP World Tour final um, up there in uh, Dubai on the weekend. But, of course, Lucas Herbert is one of the stars of the Australian Summer of Golf. Jamie will be down for uh, the Australian Open, so I look forward to catching up with him next week. Uh, Mike, now, you've had a bit of a tumultuous time uh, at home. Um affected by the floods is everything going okay at home not your home directly but downstairs you know massive yep. devastation for you and your um your close neighbors everything all right yeah well i've been away for about a week now but um yeah it should be it's it's getting there is the best way to describe it uh, for anyone that didn't know we i live in maribyrnong which is a suburb that up until about a month ago i don't think anyone knew where it was until they saw it on the news flooding uh, or they knew the pub that was about it um but i am in a in an apartment block of eight units four down four up and we're up which was good because uh downstairs on my driveway uh the water got to about six feet um 
from then I'm, I'm about um, probably about 100 metres from the river, not even 100 metres. So um, it was quite a lot of water. And then those apartments downstairs all got to about four feet deep. So, um, yeah, there was a lot of work post that day getting those houses as well cleaned out as we could because we, we had to get everything up from carpet, floorboards, all the white goods, bed, mattresses, anything you can think of that's if you're standing in your living room and you think there's water up to your waist, anything that that water's touching has to go. Um, it's all, um, yeah, toxic water has to go. So, yeah, yeah, that 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 was probably the hardest part. For the wife and I, we were a bit lucky. We lost both of our cars, um, both cars. As soon as the water gets past the door jam, they're a statutory write-off and the water was up to the dashboard in both cars. So they were both gone. So that that's probably been the hardest part, just sorting out new cars and getting insurance payouts and all that sort of jazz. So, yeah, it's been a busy one. Well, just, you know, it is what it is. For anyone that was affected by the floods, and it wasn't just in Melbourne, you know, a lot of the east coast of Australia has been affected mm. by floods um, and still continue to be. Uh, our thoughts uh, from the golfing community for what we represent uh, are with you and uh, can only hope the best uh, you get through it and the best of outcome, as challenging as it is. Um Mike, you lost your cars. Um, mm. In your car was the golf clubs. Yes. Luckily, the only, th- luckily, unluckily, but you know, the only thing you lost was the Bushnell Rangefinder, which, which we've subsequently replaced. Um, yep. So you're back on the Bushnell, Bushnell team. Yep. Very, very thankful to the guys. Very good. Um, yeah, it was the one and only thing that that was well. I've, I've looked at my golf bag a few times, and I can see that there is a little bit of dirt in the base of the bag, but it's all must have flown away. But and there's a little bit of um, rust coming through on some rusty wedges that <laughs> probably from the rain uh, from the uh, from the uh, river water. But no, they're fine. All the clubs and stuff are fine. But yeah, the Bushnell uh, had some water in it, and I did my best to try and fix it, which I think you two thought was hilarious. <laughs> I'm trying to get the water out of my Bushnell. I was just about to say you had to be commended for uh, your attempts to dry a Bushnell. You know, probably you know you had it in bits. Um, it probably had it in rice. You probably had it in microwave, all that sort of stuff. But um, no, she was she was gone. You know, like it was totally submerged. And so we've we've sorted mm. it out with a new one. Um, yeah. Would you get the tool V five? Yes, I would have been happy with the V3 again. I wasn't I wasn't too fussed at all. That's a point and shoot one for me. But yeah, I had to figure out how to turn off the slope to, to begin with because I think we had a competition the next the next time I was going to use it. And um, but it's, yeah, it's all whiz bang for me. It's all 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 uh, all new technology. Um, you've tried your hand at a couple of events uh, recently. How's that been going for you? Like, did you play some Ivo Wittens or one Ivo? I Witten? did. Yeah. I, I, well, we had the one that we spoke about. It. Kerr Lewis and the weekend of um, right. the floods was the next two. So, yeah, I didn't get to play either. So okay. I was literally um, the water, the Saturday morning I was meant to be playing at, sorry, I played Lonsdale. Saturday morning I was supposed to play in the Kerr Lewis Open Am and then the Sunday I was going to play a 36-hole event with Scotty Carter, one of the <laughs> listeners at, not Woodlands? Woodlands. Yeah, it was Woodlands. Yeah, Woodlands, yeah. yeah. Their open air, and yeah, I, I was at home uh, with no car and floods to deal with because it all basically hit that Friday and then Saturday, so I was no good. Uh, well, I've had a few games of golf, um, just casual entertaining rounds, uh, hosting a f- few people at Peninsula Kingswood, which have been great. I had uh, the pleasure of a uh, young uh, company of a young chap by the name of Josh Poison and his dad Ian uh, from England um, out here. Josh was coming out here to get um, 
married. He was sitting in the airport at Dubai and and I followed him back. He had followed us, followed, us, followed I don't know if it was my love of golf or Ross Flanagan got dog golf, whatever, but he had followed us and I followed him back um, at that time. And he, he sent me a message directly back saying, oh, just sitting here in Dubai on the way to Melbourne. And I said, oh, great, where are you playing? He said, well, playing at Royal Melbourne, playing at Kingston Heath and and somewhere else, Metro, I think it was. And I said, uh, well, you know, there's one important course they're missing, that's Peninsula Kingswood, obviously my home. Um, we better fix that up. So he said, oh, if you can, that'd be great. So he got him and his dad down there. And um, it was great. He was a professional cricketer. And um, you know what his claim to fame was? Is? Well, was, no, there's many claims to fame. He was a professional cricketer, you know, almost not quite at the England A, England senior team level, but played England A, so that level and county cricket and played all around the world professionally for money, all that sort of stuff. Um, I asked his dad, uh, I asked him, I said, oh, did you ever come across Mitchell Stark? Because... You know, you know, I play golf with Mitchell and he's a drummer golf ambassador with Alyssa Healy. Uh, and he said, oh, yeah, I might have bowled a few. He was a off spinner. Um, he said, I might have bowled a few overs in sort of practice when they needed some batting, bowling practice, you know, someone to, you know, whatever the cricket teams do, you know, someone bowls at them and they hit it back and they save the bowler's arms. He said, I think I met him there. And his dad pulled me aside. He said, Ross, have a look at this picture. He said, that's Josh. I went, yeah, fair enough. He said, you remember at, uh, I think it was Edgebaston in 2015 when Australia had to win the Ashes, and Rocket, you'll probably remember this, and Mitchell Stark holed out to, you know, deep long off, and the reserve, 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 like the 12th man had been replaced, and they brought a reserve in, and the reserve caught it and caught Mitchell Stark out. That was Josh Poisden. So uh, there you go. I had a game with Josh. Um, good day, Josh, if you're listening. He's back in London now. Uh, who else? And I played golf with UK Golf Guy. Now, if you don't follow UK Golf Guy, if you don't subscribe to his blog, if you're a bit of an architecture buff and you want to know about courses all around the world, he's played at most of them. He writes extensive uh, material blog type um, articles and just talks about his experience at all the golf courses that he plays at. Hosted um, David, David Jones, down at Peninsula Kingswood, and he loved the place. Um, he had an extent, one of those extensive, very compact, short trips, Royal Melbourne, blah, 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 everywhere. Um, that was great because I've been following uh, David and following his blog for a long time, and to get the opportunity to meet him and play with him was awesome. Uh, that's pretty much sums up what I've been up to, making a few drummer golf videos, other stuff, all the stuff you see in here. Um, yeah, so I've been good and missing you guys have a few podcasts that we've recorded in uh, the break of the golf season that we'll release uh, in conjunction with these podcasts so been busy been very busy um, summer of golf it's already kicked off what have we missed we've missed the West Australian PGA yeah WA PGA and then the Vic PGA and then last week was Queensland PGA okay so the WA PGA congratulations to David Michaluzzi um I'm not sure actually where David claims he's a member at. He must, because I think Cranbourne claimed him, I think Metro claimed him, I think Peninsula Kingswood claimed him as a member, but whether he's a member of all three still or not, I, I know that I see him on the range at um, Peninsula Kingswood a lot. Grinding Is he a Rosebud as well? Could have been, I don't know. But um, Dave Michalizzi, uh congratulations on his um, professional win over there. It was a great breakthrough for him. Uh, then did we have the Vic PGA? Um, who was that? Uh, Andrew Martin? Drew Martin saw him at the pub last night. Um, didn't ask him about it. I, I probably could have asked him about it for a long time. It was one of the longest playoffs in history. Even people that I know that don't really follow golf just happened to be watching that uh, that finale 
a few Sundays ago, two Sundays ago. And um, yeah, he won in an extended play. I think it was probably ended up being five or six holes in the end. Five or six holes. And uh, links. He, he, he pulled it back from from nowhere a couple of times there. You know, just long range putts, you know, that putts. hole. The putter was it, yeah. The hole where he was sort of like fall, fall right and then chipped it up, you know, like a really tough chip. You know, pitched it up, saved the hole, um, and big Lincoln tie. Didn't get his, um, didn't get his win, but you know, Lincoln Tire's a quality golfer, and he's been up there in some of the other events that have already been run. And then um, the Queensland PGA on the weekend, um, uh, Wilco, Aaron Wilkins, what a fine young man, Aaron Wilkins is. Do you know much about Aaron Wilkins? No, don't. No, I did. Did uh, look at the heading over and have a squeeze at um, the playing at Nudgy. Yep, um, which not too far away from here. I did. I did think about heading over there on. Uh, I think it was Sunday afternoon, but I didn't get up till quite late, so I did miss out on getting over to to, to look at it. It looked like the third round was absolutely carnage, though. I think the average score was around seventy five or seventy six. I know Lincoln Teague had. Um, I think he had seventy nine. He was right in the mix until that third round. Uh, was it windy up there or something? What was it? Was it? Just, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Was that, it was. It was Interesting weather. Do you know much about Nudgy Rocket? Is that your side of town? Nah, it's over the bridge. It's built on some swampy stuff. Um, now I think they've been doing some renovations to the course over the last couple of years. Um, I think they got a couple. I think they got two courses. I don't know. Yeah. I, I only just because when I when I saw. That it was on. I was looking for somewhere to play. I think it is thirty-six holes. Yeah, I reckon there's there's two courses, and the one that they didn't play was the only one I could get on. So I didn't head over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, for me personally, it was great to see Aaron Wilkin. Now I, I'm not going to claim to know Aaron. I've met Aaron. He's been in in the shop uh, at Drummer Golf and playing big swing golf while he was down here playing some other professional stuff down here. He's the brother of uh, Brad Wilkin. Now Brad Wilkin, I do know very well. One of the um, Melbourne uh, Rebels players and. Uh, Brad and I might have lost fifty dollars to Reese Hodge one day at Peninsula Kingswood. So uh, the Wilco, the the Wilco brothers, um, great ginger ninjas. So I'm always going to support a ginger, and um, two good brothers, talented family. Obviously, one a you know Australia A rugby union player, and obviously a Melbourne Rebel, and um, Aaron Wilkin getting his first professional win. And I know that meant a lot to him because he he had a he's had a couple of. You know, he hasn't had a professional win before in maybe a couple of up and down years, but um, he's out there grinding and he's got his win and he's well-deserved uh, on home soil and uh, he's a great golfer. So let's see how he goes in the rest of the uh, the events, which are going to be a lot tougher for him to win, let's be honest, because the fields really start to ramp up. You guys are up there. Mike, you've been on the ground at the PGA already. Um, being out there for the practice round tomorrow, you're going out for the pro am. You'll be there for day one. Um, do, do, do you have a media pass or something? I do. Whoa. We're very, we're very, um, we're very official now, having uh, media credentials. The My Love of Golf um, podcast. So, yes, I picked those up Monday and um, had a bit of a wander around. Um, course looks unbelievable absolutely unbelievable um rocket hopefully will be able to get us out there for a game in the not too distant future but um no the course looks immaculate and it was really good like probably the funny not the funniest thing but for me but it, it almost took me back in time a little bit getting onto course and just going for a bit of a wander and standing on the on the practice range reminded me of you know 10 10 years ago royal melbourne event or a heineken classic or something like that and i saw 
Peter Lineard out there on the putting putting ground and looking as fit as ever. Wade Ormsby is hands down the fittest bloke in the world. He's not an ounce of fat on the bloke. He's just full of muscle. And, um, and best dressed. Best dress. Snake Chalmers was out there today. Peter O'Malley was out there today. It was like anyone you could think of, they were all out there. Like any all, Oz, um, Oz Golf royalty. And then you had, you know, some superstars from um, Europe as well. The Hoygaard twins are there. Uh, Moronk's out there this week. And then, oh, I was waiting for you to say Greg Turner was there, you know, Frank Nobolo, <laughs> Ronan Rafferty's rolled out from Ireland. <laughs> Mate, it, it, it was one of those one of those things you're just turning around. Well, we saw John Sendon this morning. Oh, we <laughs> did like too. Oh, looked like someone had shot him in the leg. He's, he's not moving too well. Uh, no. he's, in, he's in the field too, so I don't know that he's going to be Is he really? Yeah. I did, hang on, I've got the list up. We saw him on, uh, as Rocket and I were taking off to drive the cart off to the first tee at Brookwater this morning. John Sendon got out of his car and said to the, the concierge, can I grab a golf cart? And he was limp. He was properly limping. I said, that's oh, John Sendon? <laughs> no, he's not in the field. Isn't he? Oh, no. I'm sure I saw a market that had his had his odds up. Maybe he's been... Oh. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he didn't look like he was playing golf anymore. No, no way. But it was a good, um, you know, obviously everyone knows Cam Smith here, Adam Scott, Lucas Herbert, you know, the best golfers we have from around the world, but Boxy. it's just still good to see those guys there. It was just really good to see guys like Peter Lonard, Greg Chalmers, Peter O'Malley, all out there warming up, getting ready to take these blokes on. It was just, I just loved it. I've started to get a little bit more active in the uh, Twitter space. Uh, yeah, nothing controversial, nothing like, um, nothing controversial like you, Post Rocket. Um, but- <laughs> No. I just pew, pew shots fired. No, I was just uh, being <laughs> honest, like everyone knows. Um, I just post some pictures, but it obviously gives you the opportunity there to follow some other people and see what's happening. And uh, Greg Chalmers is actually quite funny. He is very, very funny. funny. He is very funny. He liked the uh, last week. I had a photo that came up on my Facebook Facebook memories from whatever it was thirteen years ago when Tiger was at the JB Weir Masters and. The leaderboard, as you see Tiger in the photo walking off the fairway, and the leaderboard was Woods, Nitties, Chalmers, all tied at 11 under. And so I posted it and tagged uh, Jimmy Nitties and Snake in the picture. And um, I think it was, it was one of them wrote, that retweeted it and wrote, the movers and shakers have golf at the top of that leaderboard. <laughs> uh, James, James Nitt is another another quality in Overcastrian and also a very funny man to follow on. Very funny man. Yeah. Very funny man. Oh, it's good to see those guys, you know, still getting a run and coming back. You know, Greg's still playing. You know, what's his status on PGA Tour-wise? He's still... No, I think he's a member. Still a member? Yeah, yeah. he's still a yeah. member. He's right around the... He's floating in and, in and out, I think, and I don't know how far he'd be from... How far would he be from Champions Tour? Uh, only a year or two because I think he's oh, – he wouldn't be too far away because he's a couple years – definitely at least three years older than me. Yeah. Uh, I think so he might be far away. He's younger than me, but uh, – He's got another year. Another year. So he can go take on Steve Alka. God, don't, you don't want to do that at what the moment. A, what a player. <laughs> we talked about, we've, talk, we've talked about him a lot. And uh, he just kept producing the goods. Yeah, no, he's um, yeah, what he's clearly always had the talent and ability because you don't get to that level, even if he hasn't had the, he hasn't obviously had the same career on the PGA Tour 
but he's clearly good enough to get there, which means he's an exceptional talent, right? But what he's delivered the last 12 months is is a freak show. Uh, like, to turn it on, I don't know what the numbers look like, but his top three finishes outside of just his wins would be running at a 75% clip. It'd be ridiculous. What's that? When did Stephen Alk uh, get on the PGA Tour, Rocket? Do you know, you know, have you been a follower of Stephen Alka for a pre-Champions Tour? Uh, his was like mid-2000s. Yeah. Yeah, it was like mid-2000s. As a Kiwi, was he, like, in, ter- in terms of, yeah, you mentioned a couple of Kiwis there before, Frank Noblo and Greg Turner. Did it? Would he fly under the radar? Like, it just... Yeah. He did? Yeah. He's like, he's like New Zealand's version of Stephen Leaney. Right. Okay. So, uh, oh, maybe maybe Stephen Leaney might be, uh, can take a leaf out of Steve Alka's book. Um, Steve Leaney finished second to, um, in the 2003 US Open to Jim Fury. There you go. Uh, so, Oz PGA, Mike, you've got the Pro-Am tomorrow. You've got the... Um, You've got the AM draw here, uh, which you kindly mm-hmm. got out of the media center. Yep. Um, <laughs> I was looking for it everywhere, and I went to ask somebody, have we got some sheets that are going to tell me what time the program is? Don't you know They're that? They're all posted on the door. Mike from My Love of Golf here, where's my media kit? And they were like, oh, no, we don't know that. We don't know that podcast. <laughs> now, we've had a month off. You probably didn't. Yeah. You probably tuned in at <laughs> the wrong time. <laughs> uh, dear. Uh, so you've got... You've got some big names out tomorrow. You've got uh, Cam Smith. Yep. And uh, Adam Scott, uh, Cam Smith, Team 1A, uh, Adam Scott, Team 1B. Uh, Cam yeah. Davis, Cam Davis teeing off on two. Uh, Scott Hand. Uh, yep. That's another funny person to follow on Twitter as well. Um, uh, my guy, Matt Griffin, uh, Brett Brumford, Dane Lawson, Nikolai Holgaard, Maverick Ancliffe, Austin Batista. He's a good young player, that Austin Batista. don't know too much about him, but good young player. Um, anyway, there's a whole heap of people there. Um, mm. Any any fancy going to watch tomorrow? You've got Foxy uh, on ten. You got Michael Sim, Devin Bling, yep. Jeff uh, Ogilvy, Jay McKenzie, Rasmus Hoygaard on fourteen. Uh, Matt Jordan, Zach Murray, Horsey, David Horsey. There you go. Uh, Jedi Morgan, David Howe. Uh, speaking of Brookwater, Louis Dobler and Harrison Endicott. Any mm. fancy following around there, trying to get a little bit of um, you know photo action, maybe a little bit of a media yeah, grab or um, something like that. I'm certainly going to get out and see um, Nikolai Hoygaard because I want to see him hit a couple of drivers. Um, so I'll try and find it and maybe a couple of par fives where he's... he's um, see if he can match what I did on 18 today. Got the lumber out. Yeah, yeah that was a big ball too. That was, that was, you saved your best for the last at the quarter. Um, I'll probably try and get down there around 10 o'clock in the morning. That way I can catch the end of the morning, guys, and just float around a little bit then watch the up bit of the afternoon as well. Um, but yeah, no, no one specific. I mean, sorry, I'm, la- I'm laughing. I've just seen the draw. This is so good. This is like Roy and HG stuff. Have you Which noticed one? who the Cam Smith's who's in Cam Smith's team? Yeah, Cam Smith. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Cam Smith, the rugby player in Cam. It's so Smith. good. It's so good. No, they um, they they've they've done well with the with the um the tea times the prime. I think the tricky part about it is. They've got Cam Smith, Adam Scott, and Foxy playing round one together, and they tee off on 10 at 6 a.m. on Thursday. 
So they did, obviously didn't want them playing in the afternoon in the Pro-Am because they probably want to get back home and get sorted out for a very early start the next day. So, yeah, the Pro-Am, I think they're off at 7 a.m. shotgun start tomorrow yeah. morning. Yeah. Uh, so the afternoon you've got uh, Leash and Minwoo on, on one. Uh, you've got Herbie and Dimi Papadados on uh, uh, oh, I saw Herbie. Dimi hitting some three woods today. He was absolutely killing the ball on the on, out on the range. He was he was hitting really nicely. Uh, who else have you got in there that's of note? Uh, Anthony Quayle. Anthony Quayle at home in Queensland um, after a fairly solid year. Uh, good performance at the Open. You'd have to you'd have to fancy Anthony Quayle as a dark horse, would you not? Anyway, we'll talk about talk about the uh, tips in a bit. Uh, Mika, Mika Luzzi, David, uh, Peter Lonard's in there, Andrew, John Parry, a few names. Uh, Moronk, uh, our guy Moronk, he's, he's he's looking forward to seeing Moronk. Uh, Jack Thompson, don't know Jack. Uh, Kanaya. Man from Snow River. Yep. Um, in a new movie, actually, with um, Ra Russell Crowe, a new Australian movie about to be released on Netflix or Stan or one of those two. Uh, Guna, Guna Vibi. Anyone know anything about Gunavibi? No. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, Scrivener. John Sendon. There you go, uh, Rocket. 13B. John Sendon's supposed to be in the Pro-Am. Maybe that's where I saw the name. Maybe he's one of the AMs. He'll be in a cart. <laughs> he will be in a cart because there is no way he's walking. He wasn't walking well at all, no. Is he, is, was he, is he right? His right calf? Right calf, he yeah, had all, all that strapping, strapping around it. Yeah, right and he much, was yeah. walking like someone has just taken to the back of his leg with an axe. <laughs> uh, my love of golf's very own Brad Kennedy is playing in the Pro-Am. Good luck to you, Brad Kennedy. Uh, saw Brad Kennedy at the Open. Good guy. Played with one of his sponsors last week too, by the way. Uh, Robert Allenby, Snake Chalmers, uh, and Marcus Fraser. Marcus played well at uh, Moona Lynx too. Now, I think in the afternoon... The one person I want to get a couple of videos of, and we'll try and get them posted, will be um, Old Minwoo, your mate. Mm-hmm. Just get a few close-ups of the stinger. I wonder if there's any other Australian golf podcasts that have played with three three of the players in the in the field. No, probably not. Probably not. Yeah, no. Go and get some shots of Minwoo. Um, I get some photos. I'm actually going to try and organise something, but I'm not going to tell you what it is until I can get it done. If I do, we're going to give it away. Uh, just ask Minwoo if you hit a stinger. Say, Minwoo, could you hit a stinger for us? And he'll, yeah. do, it. he'll do it. I'm the pro. I don't care. Yeah, he'll do it. Um, Marcus Fraser. Uh, talking about Fraser. Now, Fraser's been coaching at Peninsula Kingswood. Once again, just to go back to Peninsula mm. Kingswood, Mar- Marcus has been the director of coaching down there. Bumped into him a couple of weeks ago. How are you going, Fraser? Um, I saw that you've handed your resignation in and you're going back playing. He said, yes, Roscoe. He said, uh, I'm back. And... Uh, and he must – I didn't really go into it, you know, just wished him all the best and, you know, I'm sure I'll still see him around and all that sort of stuff. You must still have some status rolled over there from some tour, you know, Asian tour or whatever. But, um, yeah, basically I think the feeling was was that the Asian tour and what it's about to become is far too lucrative to miss, you know, this window of opportunity that he's got while he can still yep. play the game and he clearly still can play the game, um, especially in that sort of environment. Uh, so good luck to you, Fraze. Um Hmm. He's, well, he's, yeah. he's, yeah, well, he finished because he, didn't he make the playoff at Moonal Links? If he didn't make it, he was only one shot behind yeah. the playoff. Yeah. So he was right in the mix for the, for, at the uh, big, big PGA. Um, you'd have to think that, yeah, you're right. There's a lot of money coming into the international series and in, in conjunction, the Asian tour. So you'd think if he can get enough 
status there could be much more lucrative than trying to get blokes like me to shorten their backswing at PK. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I never did get around to getting that chipping lesson from him. Uh, what do you think? Uh, what do you think uh, of the tournament? Um, will there be a big fan base there? Do you think the crowd is going to come back? It was pretty well populated last year, um, mm. especially I think uh, one of the brands might have a party hole. <coughs> yep, 17. 17. TaylorMade, yep, is, is it TaylorMade? Is it the TaylorMade It party? is TaylorMade, yep. yeah. Their friends at TaylorMade will be there partying the million on. Dollar, the million dollar hole in one uh, competition. They're running a game this year, I believe, TaylorMade. Rocket's uh, Friends. Rocket's um, Friends. Well, just to give TaylorMade a continued plug, um, uh, Tommy... Um, my mate Tommy from TaylorMade, Turbo Tommy, is playing in the Pro-Am. I think he's on the morning field, but uh, I see that the new... He's playing with Herbie, TaylorMade team, I think. No, he's not playing with Herbie. Uh, he's playing with um, someone else in the morning, but uh, the new boss of TaylorMade is playing with Herbie, as you would expect. Yep. Um, so, yeah, uh, the TaylorMade party hole. And they've... Um, Surprised we didn't Just because I like... I just want to make sure that Rocket gets something free from TaylorMade at some point. So they've got a good competition running at the moment, I saw. They're giving away... Um, 50000 $50,000. And you need to buy one of the new... Stealth. Woods. Stealth, yep. yep. Scan it go in. Go in the draw. Go in the draw and you could win 50, 50K. There you go. Um, Let me know, Callaway. I'm still team Callaway, but look, I'd take the 50 grand and give the driver to Rocket, maybe. Something like that. <laughs> Maybe maybe that should be on the on the, on the Christmas wish list uh, <laughs> rocket. Um, is there a market for uh, the OzPGA? There is, there is. Um, I, had, I had a really really quick look at it, and I did invest a small amount. Um, it is a tricky one because I'll define the favourite by saying my mum doesn't follow golf; she just really likes the boy with the mullet. She thinks he's so down to earth, and she just thinks he's lovely. And so Cam Smith is the red top favourite at four dollars fifty, um, and quite rightly because effectively he's in the top three golfers on the planet, so he should be in this field, um, be right at the top. Um, the next ones I'm probably can a little we, bit. Mm. Can we can we just digress, Rocket? What is your um, what I think of the mullet on Cam Smith? She no. doesn't like to follow golf. Okay, she bet she hasn't seen it on the news and gone, "Who is that bloke with the mullet?" and what's going on there? Nope. No, okay. Um, no, it's just interesting to hear, Mike. Uh, your is it your mum? Was it mum? Yeah, yeah. Mum saying that oh, he's a lovely boy. He deserved to win. Um, my wife, who's a barber, um, she just <laughs> shook her head, going, "What is that bloke doing? Like he's just trying to be like every other fifteen-year-old that's come in, or is he trying to be like Ryan Pappen has, or something? You know, like what's going on here with this fellow with the hair? Why has he got all this attention?" I said, well, "Please, he fits in at the pub. <laughs> that... Like we saw him at the." Um, Breakfast Creek Hotel on Monday night. <laughs> he just looked like every other bloke there. That is Aussie camps. Minus the tats. He, he didn't have the tats. He did. Yeah. Yeah, no, he didn't. Maddie Kelly was there and they had, there were some live hats going around. That's wearing some live hats and no tattoos. That was about the only difference between them and everyone else in the room. Well, I did have to, I did have to, you know, reorient the thinking of Mrs. Moloff of golf to, towards the station of Cameron and how important he is to Australian mm. golf. And, uh, Absolutely. Said, oh, okay, fair enough. So uh, anyway, sorry, I just thought I'd give you. No, nah, he's. Yeah, I think he's loved by many. Um, yeah, not always for his hair. Um, after that, it's a bit of a funny market. Look, obviously, there's a lot of class and a lot of cream rising. So guys like Adam Scott, Cam Davis, Minwoo, 
Ryan Fox is probably the one that I was a bit surprised wasn't the second favourite because he's had a really, really good year. Um, Herbie's next up. And then the person that I've had a, a couple of small shekels on is Rasmus Hoygaard. I think he's... And I look at how he's been performing on the European tour. Uh, he probably has a second-best form behind... or probably third behind Cam Smith and Ryan Fox. And um, that they're sort of the, obviously Cam Smith. I wouldn't I wouldn't bet on because he's a favourite. I just don't, don't care enough to bet. I don't bet big amounts of money to try and win on a four dollar favourite. So yeah, Rasmus and probably Foxy are the two I'll be looking at. Moronk next after that. Then you're going down to Leash, and then it gets a bit dry. Brad Kennedy, Chad Morgan, who played very well last year, is a member I think at um, Royal Queensland right. as well, and he <laughs> smashed them last year. Yeah, Rocket. Who do you know? Who do you think? You know, knowing and having uh, tiddled around the course and seen a bit. You know, who do you think it sets up for? Well, I can't claim to tootle tootled around the course. I'm on the wait list. Oh, oh, is that breaking news? Rocket's on the wait. No, not really breaking. Okay, been a while. Oh, fair enough. Another ten years. Another ten. What's the wait? What's the wait list of of waitingness at? Royal, Royal uh, I think I've got another six, maybe 12 months. Okay. Not too bad. So Not too bad. I should, I should have pulled the trigger a bit earlier, but it is what it is. But digressing just a little bit, yep. everyone should be jumping onto the OCM or Royal Queensland um, Facebook page and have a look at the the uh, video rendering of the proposed short course that's going to be built there. Oh, looks so good. <clears throat> Where would they put the, that? Where's where's the sighting of that? Under the bridge. Under the I was just about to say under the yeah. bridge, but uh, yeah, under the bridge and across a bit. There's all that land that's not being used through there. Just a little. I think it's going to be nine or twelve hole short course. It looks the 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 video render they've done. What well, looks really good. Mm. If they even make it half look like that. Oh. It'll be popular. So, um, oh, look, Cam Smith would be a, you'd expect him to be a favourite. Um, I'm trying to think of any other sort of other Aussies that have sort of been in any form, but that, there haven't been any that it's really stood out. Mm. So, I don't know. I think there's going to there's there's going to be one of those. There'll, there'll be a story somewhere where um, someone that's been toiling away, or some young youngster is going to, you know, streak their way to the top of the leaderboard. I think it's actually going to be. I'm actually really excited for for this PGA because one, the strength of the field, plus I th- feel like it's just you know, as Mike was saying, he talks he's obviously been out there and got the feel, but the impression I get is around this event and the Australian Open, it feels like we'll call it the organisers and the governing bodies are kind of getting getting their brace and bits together and like trying to rebuild like the, 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 the hype and the energy and stuff around this sort of summer of golf. So I'm quite happy about that because, I, you know, if you went – Back five years ago, an event like this and all the other events surrounding it, even the Australian Open, you just no one would give two hoots about it. 
Mm. Um, do, do you know what the, the the one that I would probably say is it probably a little bit of an outsider and it performed really well on on the the KFC tour. That yes, that was deliberate. Um, would be uh, Mr. Brett Coletta. He played really well. I think he did. He no, he just missed out on his PGA Tour card. I think. Yeah, it was right on the number. I think yeah. he was right yeah. on the number till the last week, even. Yeah, so he 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 performed really really well. So and I think he's contended in the PGA a couple times before here. So I'd have to go back and have a look at it. Um, but I think I think he would be one of those young guns outsider for the week because he's performed quite well in the US. He's probably had a few weeks off and he's probably gearing up ready to have a bit of a good Aussie summer and then fire into 2023. I don't disagree. I think someone like Louis Dobbelar could have a good week, someone just out of the blue. And the one that I liked last week at the PGA in Queensland, who had the poor third round that I mentioned before, but nearly won or probably should have won the big PGA, is that Lincoln T. He's playing clearly playing great golf. He was in the mix both times. He's got the talent to beat probably two-thirds to three-quarters of the field. It's just can he knock over Smith, Scott, Davis, Lee, Fox, Herbert, Hoygaard, Brothers, Moronk. That's the next the next tier. Yeah. 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 Uh, if there was ever a time to shine, it's going to be now um, mm. because who knows when you'll get that field, uh, that quality of field again, um, hopefully not too far away, but you know, if you've got local form on your side, you know, you, you want to carry that into this event mm. and, uh, and perform. Now, it's co-sanctioned with uh, the DP World Tour. How many, do you know how many DP World Tour players are actually made it? I think they had 60 spots and, you know, there was some sort of mention the other day that they hadn't filled them all. Um, do you know, Do you know, Mike? I'm not just a question without notice. Um, no, I did see the um, order of entry the other day that I think I flicked over, but I haven't looked at it in depth to say is this person a, officially a, a DP World Tour or how did it work through? Because there's about 25 different levels of entry and then they would have their half-half, but then where those order of entries from their side go to, like when we talked about the PGA Tour yeah. order of entry, their DP World Tour might end up getting to the 25th or 30th level of their entry so that someone like... Um, Listen, one of the people that I saw on the list of the entry, and I can't remember who it is now, Guna, but I remember Guna, thinking... Gunavibi. No, nah, it wasn't that. It was someone else. It was someone... It was an Aussie it was an Aussie who played on the European tour maybe five years ago. It was in... Um, but yeah, not sure. Not sure how they worked it out or whether they have to hand them back if they didn't fill them. Not sure. Uh, well, it's positive that it's co-sanctioned. Um, that's a good thing. Uh, does Is it... So then... No, we'll talk about the Oz Open uh, shortly. I'll tell you, uh, I'm not going to run through all the names, but I'll tell you how the order of entry worked. So you've got six people that go and qualify, the qualifiers. Then you've got another six that come under past tournament winner. And you have to be under under 60. That's how Lonard and Snake get him. Tournament invites, then they've probably got another 10 there. Guys like Harrison Crow get in, Harrison Endicott. Uh, David Branson, uh, Brett Coletta. Uh, then you got a couple of rookies, PGA associates, um, leading two, um, leading three from the mini order of merit. So Lincoln Teague gets in there. Uh, category one winners, winners, guys have won on the PGA Tour order of merit. Brad Kennedy, Fox, uh, Brett Rumford, Matty Griffin. Uh, Aussie Open winners, M- Masters winners, PGA winner on New Zealand Open, Cam Davis. 
Uh, and they got some money winners. Then you got Category Four people that have won five hundred k, just under five hundred k, and then you probably got another sixty guys there, and it just keeps going down and down and down. Then you got Category Seven top top hundred in the World Golf Rankings, and Leash gets in on that. Um, then you got your co-sanctioned event, so except exempt amateurs plus your joint sanctioned people. And that's how all the all those get in. Now, how many have they got on that list? Definitely not sixty. They probably only got about thirty players there. But how they got in, not sure. Uh, just did some research while you're talking there. Sorry, I wasn't distracted. Guna Vibi. Yep. That's spelled W I E B E. Obviously, he's American, um, not European. Uh, it definitely sounds like a, a German or, name of German origin. Um, so Gunnar Vibi. Uh, current OWGR is 2,872 and according to his LinkedIn profile is the assistant professional at uh, Bel Air Country Club. I'm assuming it's the same Gunnar Vibi, but uh, there you go. And you want to know how he got into the field? How did Gunnar Vibi get in? Let's try and figure it out for you. Uh, Rocket, Please talk amongst yourself. Rocket, nothing, no, no stats on Kunovibi. Went to the university. Of well, if he's got, if he's a, if he's a, he's an assistant pro at Bel Air. He's probably called on Jack Wagner to uh, pull a pull a string. So you know, Mister General Hospital himself, or uh, also Melrose Place, and he was on Bold and the Beautiful as well. Um, so um, you know. Well, Jack, who's a very uh, handy golfer himself, has probably pulled a few strings. Ah, uh, dear. Well, who you got a tip, Rocket? Who who is going to be your your tip while uh, Mike tries to work out something that has very little relevance to the outcome of the tournament? Um, well, I'm surprised you didn't talk a bit more about Devin Bling. So if I if I remember correctly, that was almost like episode you know episode yeah. three or four for me. Yeah. And we we're talking about the Masters in 2019, and you just randomly go, "Tell me about Devin Bling," and then I went, <laughs> "You know what?" When I saw the name there, I thought, oh, "Why do I know?" You know, obviously, my depth of knowledge on, you know, history is nothing. You know, I can barely remember what I did yesterday uh, compared to you, Rocket, which you're like a human almanac. Um, but I was looking at the list, going, "Devin Bling, why do I know that name? I know that name. We've talked about it from somewhere, like." Yeah, you know, like that a why. not the Essendon former Essendon football player Devin Devin Bling. What are you? There you go. So just regardless again with the Devin Bling story. Uh, I'm going to probably butcher this one from memory, but I think it was he'd lost his mother, and um, and there was a whole thing where you know he was working through pretty much the whole year to try and make his way to qualify for the US Amateur, and his whole aim was to at least make the final. So he could play at the Masters at least once, and there's some other bits and pieces behind that story. But yeah, I still still remember it quite vividly, where you're just going down through the list of who's playing, and you just randomly just picked off Devin Bling. <laughs> I don't think you're expecting me to regale you with facts. Well, I can you you can definitely agree and concur that I would have picked someone randomly like Gunavibi, like I had no idea. And so yeah. there we go. We've gone on a Gunavibi rant, but um, yeah, I didn't deliver, yeah. but I no, delivered no, some funny stuff about Jack Wagner though. No, you didn't. <laughs> uh, I wonder, I wonder if Gunavibi is actually the assistant pro at Bel Air Country Club. No, it is. It is. It is. But I can't see how he got in. There's not a classification. Not a classification. Oh, he's under a classification, but that's all. That doesn't tell me anything about him. Global assistant pros. 
yeah, classification. No, 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 no. Okay. Yeah, he's sitting yes. under um, the Euro invite, but yeah, he might have. Maybe he went to a. Maybe he's, oh, who knows? He might have gone to yeah. pre qualifying school for DP World Tour this year. Okay. So. Oh, I better have a pick, eh? Better have a pick. Um, Minwoo. Ooh, 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 ooh. I like it. Of course I like it. Minwoo. Yeah, I can feel a bit of Minwoo. But it's, it's not going to be. It's not going to be humid. Yeah. Well, there'll be a bit of humidity and it's going to be hot. It's not going to be um, – I, I don't think there's going to be any rain like I think there was last year. So I think the course is going to play firm. So I think, yeah, Stinger Central is going to be handy around that course. You know what's going to happen at the Oz Open? I'm going to go up to Minwoo and expect him to remember me. He's not going to remember me and I'm going to be flattened. I am I'm actually going to be flattened. But uh, I, sh- I shouldn't expect anything less. Um, Mike, what about you? Uh, no, Rasmus. Okay. Uh, I will go Foxy Loxy. Oh, Foxy. I've been... I've been infatuated by the and as most of the golfing world on Instagram has been infatuated by slowing down Foxy Swing and, and just the whole we've talked about it before, I've waxed on about it before, but if you go onto your Instagrams, Instagram fans, and get some of the Foxy stuff and just see what he actually is doing, that is unbelievable. Um he's been playing well. Maybe Australia could be the place where he can finish it off. There's a Scott in the field. Uh, who's that? Liam Johnston. Oh, Liam. Liam. Oh, Liam. Ah, Liam. Uh, What do you know about Liam? I don't know anything about Liam Johnston. He's in the field. Okay. Yeah, okay. That's all I know about Liam. Okay. Uh, Well, go and check uh, Liam out. He's not on the program. Mike, you can check him out on Thursday. Uh, I'll get a photo with him. Good luck, uh, Liam. Top Scott. Automatic Top Scott selection. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Um, So there we go. Your Rasmus. Uh, I'm Foxy and Rocket Minwoo. Min Let's see how that goes. Three three very good picks, I think. Okay. Uh, and are we are we going we're going to save that powder for the Oz Open for next week's Oz Open? Yeah. Okay. I'll do a yeah. show next week for sure. When, yeah. the, when the my love of golf media juggernaut hits <laughs> Victoria Golf Club on on mass, yeah, do, do, do you get in again, Mike? Do you get another like media gig? I don't know. It'll all come down to whether we get approved for it. Okay, didn't, but didn't I think the, it's I think it's tournament by tournament. Didn't didn't you tick all the boxes? Tick tick tick, and said, look, I'll I'll do them all. No. Okay. Um, I take the Aussie. I take the ones I'd go to. I didn't yeah. take the ones I'm not going to go to. Oh, I, like think, I didn't take Gippsland. I think if you got, going to Gippsland. I think if you take the box and you got that email, you covered. But I think that email was just for the PGA. Hmm. Okay. Oh well, we'll no, find out. Nonetheless, uh, be, but before hey, uh, Stevie Williams is back on Adam Scott's bag. Is it this week though? Yep. Yeah, right. And the Australian oh. Open. There you go. How good. And then it, I'm reading an article here because I was looking at something. And I'm like, what? Yeah. And, this hey, is, I didn't and then. It today. And then said he's going to share the role with his regular caddy in 2023. Mm. Adam Scott does weird stuff. Yeah, not just not just how he dresses, like just weird stuff. <laughs> uh. Look, he gets a bit of stuff for it way he dresses, but in the main he's pretty good. But he just does. He has a few brownouts here and there, but he, yeah, a few. Oh well. A few. He, 
for a very attractive man, he dresses ugly. Now, there's someone that Mrs. My Love of Golf has said he has a nice haircut. That's the way that that's the way I expect the golfer should be presented and looked. Definitely has said that in the past. Yeah, um, uh, Adam, it'd be interesting to see how Adam goes. Uh, so we're going to keep our powder dry for the Oz Open for next week. Um, you mentioned Scott Carter before. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to break the news right here. Scott Carter, my love of golf. Um, yeah, you know, he's in the top five all-time mile of golf fans. Um, being a very active participant in everything that top we do. Top five of seven. <laughs> top five of seven. There's Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Mrs. Rocket, Mr. Flanagan. Um, there's my mum's. My mum will your, listen this week, so I'll mom, be up to eight. Yeah. Uh, there's Pults and who I else? I got to teach you how to download. <laughs> I got to teach you what iTunes is. <laughs> yeah. And then there's Scott Carter. Um, Scott Carter is making his pro am mile of golf pro am debut. Nice. Next week. Is he really? He is. Yeah. Excellent. Who's he playing with? Me. Oh god. <laughs> uh, and who we're playing with, I don't. I do not know. I don't know. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, no. Uh, Scott Carter's making his mile of golf uh, pro am debut. There you go. Oh, there you go. Oh, nice. The nerves will be there. What's that? The nerves will be there. Not for me. Not for you. Not for you. Be no, the nerves will be for whoever the player is that, that gets selected because that's their it. expectation to win that week will just is. Ross will be the only bloke in the pro and with a caddy that's not a pro. Just have <laughs> someone carrying his bag, pick that up. Like that bunker. Uh, there might be a couple of cameras. Um, yeah, no, it's going to be good fun because a, I've got a bit to do um, for the drummer golf people and uh, might... Uh, might have a couple of interesting little people, uh, not little, a couple of interesting people to talk to, uh, doing some little bits and pieces um, with some of the interesting people, maybe some of the uh, women golfers. Be good. I'm um, looking forward to that, but we'll talk about that next week. Uh, Rocket, you put on the list there and the very efficient uh, run sheet. Uh, Christmas wish list. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, what's, what, what is on your Christmas wish list, Rocket? I wish that I would be better at my time management so I could play a little bit more in 2023. Oh, okay. Which then I would be able to then justify being able to go get some new sticks. I can't I can't send you that in a gift. Like if you said I want to... No, but that's what I wish for Christmas. I want to be able to open up a little box. Yep. Or just some, you know, some fake snow, just sprinkle on me and just go, boom, fix your time management so you can actually play a little bit more in 2023. Uh, do you think your time management is... Worse working from home or better? Is it-, it, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't matter where you are. Time management is time management. Okay. Yeah, you know, and and because if you're working in the office, like I would do, um, it's also about avoiding distractions. The same as being at home. Yeah. Like if someone comes and taps you on the shoulder, like are you in the middle of something and you just need to focus on it? You just need ten minutes to focus, and you you know rather than someone coming up going, oh, 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 I need to talk to you about something. Yeah, no, you don't. Mate, if you, yeah. if you were in the office, you'd find the other one. Mike's laughing because he knows exactly what I'm oh, talking mate, about. I'm the, I, I'm, the, I'm the person in the office that you see sitting in the corner facing the window with the headphones on working because I know I need to do something. Yeah. And that's my way of saying, don't come and tap me on the Leave shoulder because I've got stuff to do. Yep. I'll actually, and, and if anyone I work with listens to this, they'll understand, they'll learn my trick now. I'll actually put headphones on and I won't have anything on. <laughs> Someone will walk up behind you and be like, do that, Rocket. Yep. 
So yeah. Right. And you'll turn around and... And they'll tap me on the shoulder and I'll do this one. <laughs> I'm, I won't say anything, but I'll just... I'll be like... Tap, tap the headset. Mate, I was going to say before, if Rocket, if you were were in office on a day-to-day basis, you'd find the other one or two people in the office that were the golf nuts and every day in the office would be like a mile of golf episode for you. Mm. No? No, because I, I know what I can be like with golf and I get too distracted. So there are some people that I do that do are golf nuts that, that I do work with, either partners, customers and stuff like that, and I try and avoid golf, strangely enough. Okay. Because uh, all of a sudden 30 minutes can go, yeah. I don't have 30 minutes. Uh, hard for me to do in my occupation, but um, no, okay. Uh, <laughs> wishless, uh, what about you, Mike? Um, what about you? Um, on, what, what are you... What are you I did think about this, and you know, I can go with the material stuff, but I went down the same angle as Rocket. I, I want, yeah. I actually want, I actually want less for Christmas, right? I want less backswing. I have to, my my backswing is too long, and it needs to be shortened, and I can't do it. And I need to get to practice. I need to spend less time playing golf and more time practicing to get it shortened, and then I'll get more confidence back in my swing. But at the moment, it's too long and I'm just too tired to fix it. Okay. Well, I am not going to go down the road that you blokes have gone. You know, there's probably many material things that I could ask for and wish for and there's probably some things that I need, you know, work-wise that you could otherwise call a gift. But anyway, that's irrelevant. Um, but, but Mike, I will, leave you, I will leave you with a gift. Um, yes. you, you, you should get in contact with uh, Josh, um, Rocket's man Josh, my man's Josh, Josh Ralston. Uh, who has been going through a process of shortening his immensely long backswing. She has too. Immensely long crossed up at the top backswing and is doing it with a great level of success. All what I believe is remote coaching, video coaching with a chap that's in Ireland. Um, he can he can probably steer you in the right direction. Not, maybe not for the coaching, or whatever, but just with some no, no, yeah. support. You know, this is what worked for me because he's doing Baden's a fantastic been good. job. No, Baden's been good. It's me. It's literally me. Yeah, I know. Finding the time to practice what I need to practice. So, if I've got a spare minute, it's finding the right time to go and practice versus going and playing golf. Yeah, we talked about this, the distance to get to facilities and stuff like that. Even the, my local nine-holer where I could just go and play and or play, hit a dodgy range balls is done. So it got flooded out. Uh, what's the, the closest that? place for me to go to a driving range is um, either Yarra Bend, which is probably 25-minute drive, Oof. or Sunshine, which is about the same 20, 25 minutes. Look, Mike, I know you're going to be back in the office doing a lot of work in the office. You'll be working extended hours um, with your new role. Uh, But I just want to let you know that Big Swing Golf, which is pretty much directly on the route home from you, it's about not even two kilometres from where your office is, is a wonderful place to hit golf balls and practice uh, shortening a backswing. Yes, it's off a mat, but you're going to go to Sunshine or Riverside or whatever it is and hit off a mat. Big Swing Golf open till 9 o'clock. Most of the Big Swing Golf venues around the country are open till 9 o'clock and you can hit as many balls as you want. Play 80 courses, you can play St Andrews, you can play Pebble Beach, you can play wherever. Um, You can just work on your backswing. I need to find somewhere where I've got a mirror behind me or a mirror that I can see my swing. You want to if you you come down to my big swing golf venue to practice shortening your 
long backswing, I'll get you a mirror. All right. What? what? Oh, okay. If you're going to do that for free, then I'll mean, I mean, <laughs> I'll get you a mirror. I will get you a mirror. I'll place it beside it the. It can't be just a mirror like I've used to shave the back of my head. It's got to be like a proper big mirror. Massive, massive mirror for a massive okay. unit. Absolutely. Like the one you... on Rocket's bedroom roof. Like I'm talking big. Oh, the waka waka bow wow. Um, <laughs> I'll get you a mirror. If you can come down and play and hit your balls from just as long as you book your time in. Yeah. It's very busy down there. It's very busy at all the big swing golfs. There's a big swing golf at Underwood and, you know, Rocket, you should go to big swing golf. Oh, you go to big swing golf with. Um, um, at Underwood, don't you? Is that your your? No, oh, I go to Virginia with Virginia, um, Wayne, with Wayne, Wayne, Wayne and Liner. Uh, yep. Wayne, uh, say good day to Wayne. Wayne is playing in the pro am, uh, by the way, um, Mike. Uh, Wayne Rostron, he? yeah, he's playing with someone decent as well. I can't remember who he's playing with. He's playing with. Been somewhere. I'll find it. Wayne Rostron, um, super super golfer, tour Peninsula Kingswood, a new one at the Drum and Golf Day. Um, oh, that's right. He told us about him. If you look at Wayne Rostron, you would think. He is the least likely looking bloke to you would see expect to be striping it around a golf course, um, but he absolutely stripes it. Um, yeah, anyway, big swing golf, I'll get you a mirror. Okay, done. Shorten the back swing. And we've got a new coach down there, Lee Deegan as well. Lee Deegan doing one day a week coaching down there as well. So Chris McClatchy's opened his own own business up uh, out, out there in Westside. Um, yeah, so anyway, put you in touch with him. Anything else, gents? That's an hour of power, luck mm-hmm. like that. Hour of power, get ease back into it, and then a big Australian Open show next week. Okay. Nah, it's good. It's, it's, and the, the one thing I'd add, um, yes. uh, and we've talked about this before. I think we've had many different episodes, and people come on talking about fitness and stuff like that with golf. Hmm. So, uh, we'll call it the push-up challenge that started in June. I continued to do it and then do all these other exercises and stuff like that. So even though today was like the first time I'd played 18 holes since Barney, and I played two other nine hole, you know, just hitting giggles at seven o'clock in the morning, I reckon all the things that I've done from a fitness perspective in just terms of exercises with my um, just push-ups, things I'm doing with my shoulders and arms, back, legs, glutes, all that sort of stuff, real simple things, I can guarantee that that helped me be able to at least hit decent shots today because I felt I didn't feel like I was needing to warm up and um, try and sort of get loose and limber. It felt like I was quite sort of strong right off the bat. Mm. So I need a welt. Have you got a program? Have you got like a structure or no? No. It's just as simple as if you think about try and do like it's one step. You try and do one step multiple times a day. So, you know, I, I might be in the middle of a call. Again, I hope that someone from work might listen to this. I might be on an internal call and it's boring as and I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll still just have it running. I'll turn my camera off. I'll just drop in the floor of my study and I might do 25 push-ups or I might do 40 leg squats or I might do like some some – um, some traps, like got a couple of dumbbell weights and just do just do little things, just little sets all through the day. I just do it all through the day as much as humanly possible and it's just like all these little incremental things and I just try and do it every day. So rather than trying to sort of go, I need to put aside an hour and if I don't do it, then I don't do anything for the day, I'm just doing lots of little things. I like it. 
It's good. I like it. Uh, I was saying to Mike off air before I was doing some video recording today at Mornington Golf Club and uh, might have caught myself in on the video. Um, probably need to get back into the fitness routine myself. Um, very good. I might try that, Rocket. Uh, Mike, thank you. Enjoy the rest Thanks, of your mate. and rest. Enjoy the rest of your Queensland stay. Yep. And uh, to everyone listening, that's made it this far. Thank you. Um, we're back. Uh, we'll do a few shows while the summer of golf's on. Might have a little Christmas break, but the PJ Tour kicks off in early early January. Um, we didn't. You know what? We've got this far, and I think the only mention of live golf was you talking about the guys at the pub with live golf hats on. Um, yep, that's amazing. Uh, but we will be talking about live golf. Um, when the time is right, obviously the Australian news is coming sold out. If you haven't got your tickets there, it's well, maybe it's not sold out yet, but there's a lot of people going. Um, we'll be talking about all that stuff. Of course, the tapes of stuff will be coming back and hopefully some people uh, will be supporting that. Uh, looking for a big year in 2023, but right now we've got a uh, big summer of golf in Australia to get through. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time on the My Love of Golf podcast. 